0: Did you hear that? Amazing. That's, that's really
1: interesting. interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Well, that's important.
1: KP. Really? CC.
0: Listen up. So, Amy, I have something kind of awesome to tell you. I am going to Margaret Cho's house today here in L.A. Ah! <laughs> um,
2: well, if I were in L.A., I would certainly be joining you. And I have to say, um, I might be tempted to just fly on over there from New York right now.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be like me and MC, you know, on the couch, hanging out, just like in our dreams.
2: <laughs> I know, with our mashup goddess. Would you please make sure that when you go to her house that you take off your shoes?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm obviously getting, I already got a pedicure to be <laughs> okay, prepared good. for that. Yeah.
2: I don't know. That's really super important. And that, you know, maybe we could bring some snacks over to her house.
0: Oh, yeah. Sh- like what? Like shrimp, shrimp ch- chips? What are those?
2: I would recommend shrimp chips for sure. Yeah. And you know how I feel about the, those shiky things that you hate. Like yeah. You
0: can pick up a couple of cans. Okay, awesome. So, to see if she's into it. I want to know a little bit about... I know she means so much to me, and I conflate some of my own memories with her stand-up. Some things I don't know are true <laughs> or part of her stand-up <laughs> from my life. But I'm wondering like, what she means to you. I know that she's kind of... You had basically a Tiger Beat poster of her in your house, but I'm wondering what she means to you.
2: Well, she... I would say that... Growing up as a Korean-American first-generation kid in the whitey, white, white, white Nick McWhiterson suburbs of North Chicago, I mean, she was everything. She was the single representative of Asian America in the mainstream. She was hilarious. She was beautiful. And she was just balls out. Like, she didn't give it. Crap about what, you know, how or at least she presented that she didn't give a crap, which was just as impressive about like what, oh, you know, people in her parents' church might have thought or what her parents might have thought or what all the white kids in the cafeteria might have thought. And if she did, she took that sort of concern and that sort of pain that all of us felt as being little Asian kids and, you know, eating smelly food and having parents with accents that maybe didn't really get what being American was into – comedy gold i don't know i just think she was so empathetic um and she got it it always felt like she was talking directly to me i could cry
0: yeah okay don't cry but um that's no pressure for her to represent all asian (laughs) progressive women who are balls out but um basically that's incredible, and I, I'm I'm so excited to to actually get to talk to her about this. Do you have any you know advice or any questions that you definitely want me to ask her when I go there? I would ask
2: her if she ever how she got over her her fear of or if she ever had any fear. Maybe she was totally fearless. Her fear of what her parents thought. I mean, you know my stance on this. I, I think that being as honest as possible about our life experiences is like the most powerful thing that we can do. But there is still shit that I won't talk about because I'm like, eh, my parents can't read that. Absolutely. And I think she's so courageous and I wonder how she got that way.
0: Okay, well, wish me luck. Don't forget to take off your shoes. I won't. Dum, 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 dum. This is the Mashup Americans, a new podcast about culture, identity, and what makes us who we are. I'm Rebecca Lehrer, your Salvadoran Jewish Angelino co host. And today, I'm going to see Margaret Cho. My mashup partner in crime, Amy Choi, can't come with me, but I took her questions and I sat on a large couch surrounded by three cute dogs and a humongous shrine to Joan Rivers, which we're obviously going to talk about later. But first, Margaret had some strong feelings about emojis.
1: I don't like it when uh, there are cultural terms um, sort of that uh, are in- used instead of language. Yeah. Like I really get mad about emojis and I'm <laughs> about to start a war. I'm, uh, emoji-had. <laughs> I am really offended when people only send emojis. The English language is such a beautiful language, yet we often use it uh on automatic pilot and that's sort of what emojis are yeah. it's a little bit like automatic pilot and, and then also like things like bye felicia and then, even though the the original intent is very funny yeah. and, it, uh, and it gets used in a very funny way but i uh encourage people to not say things like just saying yeah you know, just say
0: Like, just saying what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then I also yeah. use those terms ironically, yeah. so I'm still using the terms, yeah. and nobody knows I'm doing it. R- r- no, I, it's, I'm so stupid. So you're
0: playing along. Yeah, really... you know. But I, I feel like with emojis, which is really interesting, is this year. Did you know that the Oc- Oxford English Dictionary just made an emoji the word of the year? Oh, really? Yeah, the one that's like laughing and with tears. With tears, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I also feel like that's controversial.
1: Well, it is controversial because, um. You know, the English language is so important, and especially American English, because so much of it also has to do with immigration and words that we um, have brought in from other cultures. Right. And so it's it's very. uh, I think it's important to focus on that rather rather than sending a picture of a poo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Although you can sometimes, (laughs) it's still pretty funny. (laughs) <laughs> it is funny,
1: especially if you include the cloud that blew, so that it's a
0: fart and then a poo. Ugh, you don't know how many fart poop texts I send to my husband. Yeah. You know? it's a really it's it is in it that is way. Very it's very funny. communicative. Um, so, do you speak Korean? Speaking yes. of language, okay. Yes. How how would you say? What would you rate your level of?
1: Um, Anjoa, which <laughs> is not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> anjoa, no <No-mo> Anjoa. <laughs> really not good. Uh, yeah. um, I learned it. Um, I, sp- I, uh, my generation of Korean Americans were dealing with a lot of deportations. I was born in the '60s, and my father was deported for overstaying his student visa. So, huh. the the uh, our generation often had a real problem with not. W- really wanting their kids not to be perceived as foreigners, so I was spoken to in Korean and yet expected to answer back in English. So I have a full understanding of the language. However, it's very hard for me to speak because I that sort of cultural detail stops me. Yeah, it stops the words in my mouth. Totally. So I I did Rosetta Stone, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I watch Korean movies without the subtitles. I can watch a Korean movie. Um, the commentary track with the directors talking about the f- film yeah. and the actor and understand exactly what, they're talking, what about. they're talking about, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So I tried to do, so I did Rosetta Stone, which f- helped a lot, but then part of Rosetta Stone is that you have to also speak, you make appointments and speak with other people who are learning at your level, yeah. and that freaked me out because yeah. I had so much, I have so much anxiety about speaking because it was drilled into me. You don't have an accent. You're never going to have an accent. You better not have an accent. Yeah. And, my father actually I- immigrated and and, and and lost his accent. So he speaks English without an accent at all. Right. And um, so pe- I used to. I used to And he just sort
0: of trained himself to do that. He forced himself, hmm. and then
1: he made people call him Joe. He, ugh. And, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 uh huh. So, um, but Joe, I guess you could be Joe. You could get Joe from that. You could yeah. extract Joe.
0: But was he Joe Cho?
1: Uh, no, no, because it was <laughs> just <laughs> J- J- Cho being the The Cho first. was the operative, right? Uh, J- Cho, but they all call him Joe. Yeah, and um, so he uh, w- worked on the telephone. He was he worked for um, Metropolitan Life, ah. and he was an auditor. So and he would he would call people, and they would have no idea that he was Korean. And when I was growing up, um, parents would call my house to see if it was okay if I spent the night at there, so they would you know consult with my father. And um, I would get there, and they would go, I did not know you were half white. <laughs> I didn't, I don't see it. Ugh. I think Your dad is white. Are you adopted? Oh, God. You know, so they were just uh, un- under the assumption that he was white. And so my mom is from El Salvador,
0: and people mm- would be like, Was that your housekeeper? And I was like, uh, oh, I gotta go. We are not coming to your house later. Gosh. Yeah. It's
1: these stereotypes, uh, yeah. that, and it's getting worse with this whole thing about. With Donald Trump, I
0: know you know, but we just talked to um, a biographer of his about his mashup life. Did you know that his mom was an immigrant from Scotland? Mm-hmm. His grandparents were German immigrants. Mm-hmm. He he married. He's been married to two immigrants. So it's this like weirdly, he is actually totally part of this kind of American idea of of. Of immigration and making a great life here, and yet he has this antipathy and this sort of very anti-immigration stance, which...
1: Yeah, it's depressing. It's really depressing. But he's harnessing um, this cultural hatred, which I think is very dangerous. Very dangerous. You know, people are being beaten. There's two uh, Trump supporters who beat a Latino homeless man in the name of Trump. They urinated on him. Oh, my God. And there was another man, um, I believe he was from El Salvador. He mm. was a peaceful protest. You know, a lot of people, like yeah. Latino Americans, all these different people are going to peaceful protests for Donald Trump. And he was spit on. Mm. And the crowd do- yelled, USA, USA. Oh, God. And then I saw another video of another young man, Latino American, being beaten and a crowd yelling USA. And that is not USA. That is not...
0: Yeah. No, it's actually the opposite. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Our, what we believe, we believe we are what America is like your family story is and your guilt about not knowing the language and feeling a little bit embarrassed to speak, but wanting to, you know, wanting to try. That's what it's all about. The journeys that we've made, not him. It feels so that fear and right now around Syria and the Refugees sort of conversation about being closed off. Well, yes, it's
1: it's very scary. And then uh, what's also scary um, is that people say, well, everything that happened in Paris that Donald Trump just got elected. Yeah. So my theory is Donald Trump is in ISIS.
0: Oh you oh that's a great theory. I think he really isn't yeah. it's yeah. too convenient. <laughs> <He's> too convenient. <laughs> it's a secret. All it's too yeah. <laughs> it's too convenient. Yeah. I think he's I think he's innocent. under that wig. <laughs> it's this whole other persona. But
1: it's very uh, all yeah. of it coming together like that to me is suspect and, you know, and I go to the White House often actually for different reasons and they think their theory um is that... Uh, well, they, they, they think that Donald Trump is from the GOP. The GOP think that it's all a liberal ruse or a mm. dec- Democrat ruse that they sent Donald Trump... Really? ...for... Uh, a, to to, make to them distract. Look bad. Yeah. And then I think... I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have trouble with SNL just also because they've never had um, an Asian-American cast member. Well... Uh, a couple of cast members have been mixed race, mm. but so they've had like three quarters of an Asian cast member, yeah. And then, um, Lucy Liu hosted uh 16 years ago mm-hmm. once, and Jackie Chan hosted once, but I don't count Jackie Chan in he's the conversation. He's not American, well, he's not American, he's Chinese, so, right? Um, it's different, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so they, they so you've never hosted,
1: no, 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 <laughs> yeah. I've been on 30 Rock, um, yeah. Well, of
0: course, I know, which is the uh, their cousin, I it, their cousin. I mean, it is a, yeah. it is
1: that sort of um, that's supposed supposed to be SNL. So I, I've been on that end of it, and and I'm friends with Tina, and and I you know, love her, and so uh, it it's not the franchise or the company, yeah. but I just wish that yeah, it, an institution like that would really embrace um, Latino Americans, um, would really embrace Asian Americans. Yeah. you know, I think Lauren. Michaels has said, you know, I just look for talent. Yeah. Yeah, but... That we're, we're just not given the opportunities to right. display the
0: talent Right. because the talent exists, obviously. Well, clearly. Well, I, no. are you sure Asians aren't just not funny? Maybe we're not. Yeah, I think that's probably it. That's just probably like it. women aren't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I mean, same thing. I same. mean, fine. Right? It's, not, it's just a right. fact, right? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Christopher Hitchens is dead. <laughs> I laugh so hard about the fact that he's dead. I
0: oh, no. I do a little dance on his grave in my mind every day. <laughs> and you. You said we on our friend, Angry Asian Man, Phil Yu's blog the other day, him. we read, we love him. And you said this. You said, I'm angry that I was bullied for having dried squid in my lunchbox. The kimchi fermenting in my childhood home scared and repulsed my white friends. But now white people are all obsessed with Asian food because Anthony Bourdain told them it was good. And then you said... I must clarify that I love Anthony Bourdain because who doesn't? It's just that no one liked our food until a white guy told them it was good. So we totally feel you on that. Yeah. And I'm wondering how it feels to have your kind of culture suddenly be cool. There's Korean pop cultures everywhere in the world and so popular everywhere. How does that feel? It's great. yeah now
1: now I can get more of it easily.
0: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> How do you feel about the fancy kimchi at Whole Foods? That's oh, it's like, delicious.
1: You like it? It's a little bit salty for me. I really prefer you know, you sort of develop a taste for your own families. Yes, absolutely. But I um so I prefer mine because my family has always sort of had a history of high blood pressure, so all all of our cheese had to be um, a little bit watered down, so we're not as spicy and not as salty. Mm. Although I do like the spice. Do you, you can handle spice? I can handle spice, just not salt. I mean, I my mouth says it, the other hole does not agree.
0: <laughs> so I want to talk. You talked a bit about Asians and Jews mm-hmm. in in Seiko, and. Um, I've been secretly writing a book with my best friend from college for 15 years called Asian Daters. Yeah. But I you said <laughs> your your language, the way the way you talked about it was this idea that, you know, Jews will follow into Asians anywhere. Oh, a
1: Jewish men.
0: Jewish men, exactly.
1: Will, are always in love with Asian women. Yeah, what do you think that's about? They're trying to get away from their mothers as far as they can. That is my theory too. They just Great. the we type just, of, you know, because yeah. the look of we look different um i'm not you know i'm not sure actually th- i feel that culture is very similar yeah
0: exactly there's a
1: lot of similarities between it but we look different enough yet we have the same cu- cultural background in in that we have the same sort of beliefs yeah and reactions yeah. to things and guilt yeah and so much guilt and um the the, the way that so it, it is the familiar and the unfamiliar yeah
0: and Asian women are hot. Well, that's that's just a fact. But do you think that there's like there's some obviously there's some orientalizing happening? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And um, but also it, it's that it, it it has sort of been like this. It's a thing, you know. It's yeah. like a John and Yoko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Like, yeah. And then, but they help each other out. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it, it's something that I I've I've seen over and over, and I yeah. I, I, I don't really have any. Uh, any um, r- real like, explanation other than no, we're tr- like as an Asian woman, we're trying to get away from our fathers. Yeah, so we we get the guy that looks least like our dad. Yeah, and as we can. Yeah, but still has the same kind of cultural beliefs and background. Yeah, so oh my we're gosh, also, we're complicit. We are,
0: well, we all are I
1: like I like I mean I like everybody, you know, I think yeah, I don't, I don't really have when you think about preference or yeah. whatever, but I have noticed that you know the, the Asian and Caucasian relationship thing is is a is a is a thing, and it's I definitely also hate that when people say something's a thing, well okay, because just saying.
0: Violation. Well, <laughs> um, so wait, I I, I want to get back a little bit to well, Asians and Jews and the sort of other outsiders and talking about comedy mm-hmm. and this idea. I think as mashups, why why do you think it is that outsiders are such m- make such great comedians or why? Um, because
1: we are constantly having to cope with suffering that is very difficult to deal with and comedy ultimately is a coping mechanism and so you it's like a muscle that gets very very strong yeah so that's sort of why comedy itself is an outsider art form in and, and we are the outsiders of the entertainment world yeah but then also we become the ultimate insiders because we have the longest careers yeah um i think we have the most productive careers we have uh we don't have to rely on our looks or our youth for right. a- anything it, you know it's sort of like movie stars we we get better as
0: we get older right total your continued experience kind of yeah. helps enrich the work you're doing yeah except bill, bill cosby well <laughs> that, that's different though i can't it's, but i mean my it, heart is still broken
1: i'm you know what, what the problem with him is that he entitled himself to rape because he was so important in in the way that in the sixties, shifting the way that entertainment viewed people of color, right? But he thought it was all him, mm. and and then, you know, therefore he felt he was entitled to mm. all of these women, and finally, this stories, all of their stories are coming out, and but uh, it, it's v- it's it's very shocking. Yeah. It's, it's 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 really upsetting to the legacy of mm. him and and you know the, the Sh- Cosby show and Fat Albert and the Mod Squad and all these things that we are not able to enjoy anymore because of what he has done and it it's a violation of the art form yeah um it's a it's it's a violation of women of course yeah yeah um but what is good is that i think it's emboldened more women to, or and men also to come forward with their stories yeah. of sexual abuse, um, as I have. Uh, yeah, you know, I do it a lot and yeah. work about that. Um, and I wrote a song called "I Want to Kill My Rapist" and that's out. Catchy tune. Yeah, it's so iTunes. it's it's great, uh, I, and I, I can see
0: your hair is still short from shaving it yeah. for the video, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I I think I'm just gonna grow the bangs out. See, I'm trying to do this thing where I'm trying to like play the Dalai Lama. Mm. So I want to like cut it really short, that and makes then sense. Um, yeah, and then when that um, <laughs> American uh, crime story comes out, yeah. that Ryan Murphy thing about yeah. OJ, yeah, I want to uh, shave the middle and be Judge Lance Ito.
0: Oh God, you're really I. So I really like that you're going for this sort of male. You're playing the male Asian famous people.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, me well, too. I mean, I, I, I could sort of I think I'm a pretty good shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. So I I try to sort of do everything. I played a i did i did, i played a villain in this movie called Tukin, which is a parody of the Taken oh, films. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I play a, a villain that's sort of based on Steven Seagal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does feel pretty villainous. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I have a gross man braid, Ugh. like a French man braid, Yuck. which is worse than like the man bun. I mean, no. the man bun is... could be, p- be hot. It could be hot. It could be hot and yeah. practical. Yeah, totally. Because they're doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> but the man braid is so gross. And also a
0: man French braid. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. That is disgusting. I don't even want to think about it.
1: <laughs> it's like so
0: horrifying yeah I can't wait to see that yeah yo, it's really good <laughs> is it out already it's out yeah okay, I think great. it's on Netflix oh I watch it it's really funny yeah um so you you know one of our earliest memories of you and I mean Amy and mine but I'll say for me is you're doing your mom's accent mm-hmm. and talking about your dad being a little bit gay mm-hmm. Ugh, it's the best oh, thank um, you. and it works so well and mm-hmm. I w- with Amy, we were talking about whether she would do her mom's accent, and she's no, she feels like she would be mocking her. Mm. And I can do a great version of my mom, and I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So why does it work? Why do you think it works when you do it?
1: Ah, uh, well, I am
0: mocking her. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. this is
1: the part. It's like for Asian American kids, th- we we feel like we have to separate ourselves from our family. Yeah. So in that separation the the best way is through jokes about our family members yeah and that their accents are they're real they really do talk like that yeah. and it's not a caricature or an exaggeration my right. mom really is that talks like that and so I think that making fun of that is a way that you sort of start to become an American yeah you start to feel like you're American
0: and also but you're not hiding it either you're acknowledging Ooh. that that's where you're from no, I think no. that's what's nice about it. Yeah. Except your dad did try to change his... Act. Yeah. Speaking of shapeshifters, yeah. he kind of ignored it. He ignored it. He has no... act.
1: Sometimes it comes out a little bit, like lately, yeah, he's sort of lost a little bit of the... Because he's like totally Mad Men era, yeah. like working man. He's like, look at here,
0: see? I got a yeah. cigarette. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, not... You know, yeah. But that
1: kind of, yeah. you know, sort of manliness,
0: sex, 60s, 70s manliness. Mm. So. Um, uh, so do you think that Comedy is that some of your comedy is specific to being first generation because it feels like it hit your comedy hits us at our core because mm-hmm. we are first generation. Yeah. But, um, you know, what about for second and third generation people? Do you feel like they get this? Oh, sort yeah. Of, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah.
1: I think that, you know, especially for Asian Americans, we never lose the quality of otherness. Yeah. You know, that we're still perceived as yeah foreigners. Yep. Which I don't have the same idea as, because I think, like, for Latino Americans, that they're actually the real Americans.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no, like it's true. Mexico was, yeah.
1: was, was it just, it's America. I mean, yeah. it's, we are Mexico. Yeah. You know, and that, that this, you know, all of these different states that, you know, California and Arizona, and Texas, but that's all Mexico. Right. So I don't believe Mexicans are immigrants.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, when you do your genetic testing, Latin, Latin Americans have a significant or, and Latino Americans have a significant amount of Native American. That's a huge right. chunk of, right. So that's the, a huge chunk of what their genetic makeup is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I look at, um, like, you know, Latino Americans, uh, all, all, uh, all sort of that, that spectrum of when we think about race and identity, I think of them as true Americans.
0: Yeah. Uh, no absolutely well i mean i think though that we all are mm-hmm. true americans but course. of course there's a sort of genetic and rootedness that they have here but i do think that there is yeah i think that for asian americans you're right there's a there's a continued outsiderness. yes right but do you think that will change with time
1: i hope so yeah it seems to be shifting
0: yeah a bit you know? i think so
1: and then we see like things like uh fresh off the boat yeah it's a great tv show and master of none master of none it's yeah. great yeah. And, and um of course ken dr ken Oh, like i love you on it. yeah friends.
0: he is so uh
1: he's so but he, i love his physicality uh, like yeah. his whole like thing about the that he really is like charlie chaplin or like buster keaton he's yeah. like a really like expressive physically expressive yeah. performer and so, I mean, when you're on the set with him, it, it, the, he's such a dancer. He's like a really good dancer. Really,
0: It's crazy how uh, good he is. I think also having both of you as figures, like Korean-American figures in our society, who are totally American, right? You're both born in the States, mm-hmm. really American accents. Your experience is American. And that that is something that as younger, you know, Asian-Americans see that, it mm-hmm. feels very reflective. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, we joke a lot about that I'd never, until I met my my husband's grandparents. I'd never met grandparents with American accents. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was possible, but that change that will change with your generation. Right.
2: Yeah. Which is really,
0: it's cool. Yeah. It's
1: really cool. It's really exciting. And I think now this generation of Asian Americans are growing up with seeing a variety of our lives being portrayed on the screen. And that's tremendous, you know, and I, I feel like, um, I definitely had a big part in that. And, and I'm so joyous for that, that I did something kind of good with my life.
0: Well, you absolutely did. I mean, Amy, as I said, my, my partner in Mashup, is such like beyond fan. She started crying when I said we were going to come here. Oh, so so nice. um, she wanted to know this. This is her question for you is how did you – overcome fear and how do you overcome fear? Because she's always looked to up to you as someone who is totally fearless. Oh, that's An nice. Asian-American creative woman who does and says exactly what she believes and does it with love and humor. Was there something specific to get you to that place of risk-taking and fearlessness? Oh, well, I have nothing to lose. Yeah.
1: You know, because no nobody ever thought I was going to amount to anything. Hmm. You know, I mean, I was not a good student and so I had no value. And I was also a girl. Hmm. So I had no value hmm. in my family at all. And so I had nothing to lose. Yeah. And then I started performing because I was like bullied and sexually abused and all this stuff, you know. And then I realized when I was on the stage I, I was safe because I had witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: so <laughs> that's the safest place you can be. And you did it from a very young age, yeah, right? 14. Yeah. 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 But that what's so interesting about all of this, I feel like, is the the meeting of your parents conservatism and liberalism, right? Because you were yeah. growing up in a gay community in San mm-hmm. Francisco. Your dad had a, a, gay, book a store, gay bookstore, right? Yeah,
1: in the 70s, they bought Paperback Traffic, which was a place where Armistead mopen who wrote Tales of the City, would hmm. do book signings. Yeah. And, and Ed Hardy would come in and... Um, he would sell tattoo time.
0: Yeah. So you have this sort of larger family that was your the gay bookstore family, mm-hmm. and then you have your your immediate family, your yes. Korean family. And what's your relationship with your with your parents now? It sounds Wait. like yeah, it is. Yeah, it's
1: my mother's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. She, uh, happy birthday. She loves my fiance. Really? Who's just, Oh, I uh, didn't know you guys were engaged. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. <laughs> um, but uh, so she's so in love with him. But that's her way of loving me. Oh. Is, is that she can't... It's so, there's so much guardedness and yeah. so much weird stuff when it comes to emotions when you're talking about Korean family. And so she just talks about him and loves him so much and so grateful that I have a partner. And, you know, so that's sort of the way that she expresses her joy for me. Yeah. And
0: in my success. And do you, how long did it take you to recognize that that was her way of loving you and not just kind of yesterday yeah yesterday was the first day (laughs) yes that's a huge day (laughs) because i
1: was kind of mad because it's her birthday and she just wanted to talk about him (laughs) i was mad but uh no no i have known that but it's just i I just really kind of put it into words yesterday that's sort of what it what it meant.
0: Yeah. That you makes know? sense. I watch a lot of my Korean friends struggle with that relationship with yep. their parents and the ability to give love or yeah. how they show it. It's hard. And and their guardedness. There's a lot
1: of domestic abuse too mm. in um, Korean families that's never acknowledged. That's kind of, there's so much shame and silence around the problems in our culture, which is why I'm so um, actively trying to fight it with my work.
0: Yeah. Um I'm I can't I'd be remiss to talk not talk about the huge um I don't even know is a painting collage of Joan Rivers yeah, um, in sculpt- your house? Ha- I you guess sculpt- it's a sculpture it's by yeah.
1: my good friend Jason Messier. Yeah. Um that is the garbage of female comedians from Phyllis Diller to Amy Schumer. Yeah. And he uh, collects uh the garbage of lots of stars and makes portraits This was one that was done just after her death, and um, I, I had to have it. It's, I had to. Have it's
0: it. it's phenomenal. It's this beautiful, and you know our brassy Jewish comedian mother. We love her so much, so and I know much. that you loved her so much. Mm-hmm. But I'll uh, describe sort of a, the, her dress is made of like, pr- or, or or probably a beautiful fabulous coat is made of like Prilosec and monostat. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, trash. All,
1: all the lanacane is Phyllis Diller's. Oh, love that lanacane. And then there's um, uh, Sarah Silverman's gefilte fish. Oh. Uh, Naturally, and um, I have some rolling papers in there. Oh, good. Um, and then uh, I think it's Kathy Griffin's. I think I think it's, it's some I don't I don't remember which one is Kathy Griffin. A lot of plastic surgery dressings. Oh, of course. That's, well, from, f- that's from that's I think Joan and everyone. I think so that's
0: appropriate. I if you'll allow us, we'll take a photo yeah, so that course. we can put it up and show people because yeah. it's so beautiful and I fantastic. I have one of
1: myself that Jason did so we are looking at each other.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get both of them. Oh that one's really all, this okay. is all my garbage. But we'll sh- I put her a little
1: higher. Yeah. I think. So she's looking down on me sort of protecting me a little.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's some good feng shui. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. If you're getting ready for Thanksgiving, we have some amazing mashup recipes to help you out, like sriracha cornbread sticky rice stuffing and a glaze for your turkey that's Puerto Rican part guava, part Arobato. It's all at mashupamericans.com. Next time on the show, Amy will bring you eight tips for being the best non-Jew at a Hanukkah party.
2: Here's a hint.
0: Don't blow out the candles. Since I'm Jewish, I'll be Hanukkah party hopping, but hopefully all you guys will be too. The Mashup Americans are me, Rebecca Lehrer, and my girl, Amy Choi. Our show is part of the Infinite Guests Network of Awesome Podcasts like The Dinner Party Download and Secret Skin with Open Mike Eagle. It's produced with Southern California Public Radio KPCC. Our show is also supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Our thanks to Steve Prophet and Doug Geary for helping engineer the show. If you like us, please subscribe and tell a friend. Gracias. Bye.